If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Ski since the sandbox. Alright guys, what's going on? Since the sandbox, we are back. Exciting week. If you guys have been keeping up, we've had Uncle Tony here to visit. Yes, sir. So that was awesome. Getting to catch up with him, talk a little bit of sports. But as always, you're hearing Kev's voice, so that must mean one thing and one thing only. Boom! We're talking ball, <laughs> and we're talking NBA overrated players right now. I'm going to jump in because I've been excited about this episode, and my first guy... It's probably a guy that's been on this list for a couple years now, but he's still on the list, and even though he's having somewhat of a good season with a playoff team right now, I do still think he's overrated. So to unveil it, boom, Andrew Wiggins. How wow. you guys feeling about it? I don't hate it. I mean, I feel like we kind of talked about this a little bit in one of the mm-hmm. episodes that we did recently. and you, Like you guys said when I was saying, where's Andrew Wiggins? You guys said he's like the quietest 19 points. And like uh-huh. the thing is, is like, when he was coming in, like, his expectations were a lot higher than right, that. Right, exactly. And, and, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess we can call him overrated, but I, I don't even want to call him overrated. I just want to say he's, like, not good enough. A because, bust, like, yeah. nobody talks I about him, like... No, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily say a bust either because he's definitely productive. And, like, I guess it depends on the type of team that you put him on because he could still, like, be a starter. I, I don't think... What he's he was good in, in as he, yeah. To, to, he's kind of just to say, to, just to speak on like what he is now. What what is he talked about as to to like be like overrated? You know yeah, what I'm saying? True. Like that. That's my whole thing with it. Yeah, I feel that way, and like I I feel like see, I feel like if anything, he's a little underrated now. I feel like everyone thinks he's a bust. Steph goes down to a tailbone injury. The next game, he puts up 40 and leads the Warriors to a victory. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I think he's a good three. He's a good three. And he yeah. had the expectation of a one. So I think he was overrated, but I think it now at this point he's just – he is what he is. All right, know? so that, that that's a fair way to put yeah, it. Yeah, okay. he is so what he is, yeah. but he's definitely not uh, what we all expected. But yep. I, think that, I think the word's been out, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Lou. All right, so the first guy I have on my list is uh, John Collins. Okay. I mean, like, right. the way I see it is, like, he puts up good numbers and I put him in, like, the cat category where it's, like, they're good players – to think like this guy's like the best available player on the trade market above guys like Jeremy Grant mm-hmm. or like Vucevic, mm-hmm. I just think like isn't true, and I, and I don't think he's he's a two, yeah, like he's perceived to be. I think he's a, a solid or okay three that just doesn't play a lot of defense. I mean, he gets some highlight blocks, yeah, but like I, he's not a good defender. And and if Trey Young is really as good as we we know he is, and you give him a guy that's supposedly as good as John Collins is, they should be a perennial eight seed at least, and right. they're not. Yeah, right. no, fair enough. And I, I like John Collins, and I honestly think like he'd be a good piece for like the Celtics to get, depending on what we gave up. Because mm-hmm. I know we're in talks, uh, mm-hmm. or rumored to be in talks, whatever it is with John Collins. But yeah, I think it's really tough. And like when we're talking about a lot of these young like NBA draft prospects, it's I dislike the whole anticipation of like the the turning from the college to the pros because I feel like it really doesn't do players justice like mm-hmm. those kids are 17 18 and then they're viewed like that for that for their whole career yeah. you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and the dude's not even like old enough to drink yet and you're sitting here putting a label on him like zion right, like, right. and i'm not saying that zion can't live up his his title is labeled but yeah i mean for for someone that's younger than us i mean like i don't even think we'd be prepared to handle those mm-hmm. expectations or like yeah. any, anything like I mean, that i'd you know beat lebron I mean? but yeah. huh i mean i'd beat lebron but, but he's, <laughs> like, he's like one of the ones <laughs> but, but 
but LeBron is the is really one of the only dudes that took those expectations and exceeded them, and he already had them at so high. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I think LeBron deserves like so much love and respect, really, because to do that for as consistently as he has, and be the type of dude, family person, whatever leader mm-hmm. he is, I feel like that part just goes like so Go. like under. Go. Yeah, we we could save that for another episode. But I'm happy I'm happy to talk about this topic, overrated plays in the NBA. I mean, there's a lot of guys I think could fit this mold. I have four of them. I'll talk about three of them. Another one will be an honorable mention just to kind of stick to the rules. And my first one's Porzingis. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this the other day when the Mavs said that he was on the trade block. And if I'm a team and I'm trading, if the Mavs say, yeah, we'll give you Kristaps Porzingis, I'm hanging up the phone. I don't want him. I want nothing to do with his contract. I want nothing to do with like having to deal with his injuries. He's you know, a great success story coming from overseas being a ball player making it in in the nba dude put on for his family made a lot of money i'm sure of it you know uh whatever happened with him in new york and all that accusations whatever you know but i think that we could be looking at kind of the end of christoph porzingis in the nba and you guys might call that a crazy statement but when you look at like a big with someone Kind of, I don't want to say similar because I think Kristaps' play was a little bit more dynamic than this guy. But this was someone that earned a contract, battled injuries, and just wasn't like a. I don't want to say it wasn't a great person, but I'll just say it anyway. Andrew Bynum, you know, okay. I, I feel yeah. I feel like just because of based on where he is in his career and like when he was playing his best, what his expectations were and things like that, they're just not meeting, you know. And I I honestly think that Porzingis. And Andrew Bynum's a fair comparison. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a great one, and he was he was you know an honorable mention on my list too, Porzingis. And I think the two biggest things with him is obviously the injury, right? You never want to invest in yeah. someone that's injured that much. And I think the second thing is too, the way he came into New York. Like you know what I mean? Like he came into a Knicks team that wasn't really great. Melo was already checked out, so like he had like nothing no other choice but to like put up like 25 and 12 a game like you know what I mean but now that he's on a good team where he has to be the number two and stay healthy he can't do it and I think I think that's you know that's a what good reason yeah. and I mean even as like even as far as comparison and again this is a guy who was a great NBA player but I'd compare him even to like a DeMarcus Cousins where he was talked about as being one of those best big guys in the leagues for years to come and injury kind of killed his career you know what I mean and DeMarcus Cousins mm-hmm. obviously Career-wise, it's probably better because he strung together some good years in Sacramento. But, I mean, really, like, you asked me four or five years ago, I would say in 2020, DeMarcus Cousins is going to be one of the best centers in the league, and injury kind of derailed that. I do like my comparison yeah. a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, I well, agree. of course you do. Just You're biased. <laughs> what do you mean I'm biased? You're biased to your see, opinion. See, I have Pozingas on my list as well, and it's because he's looked at as a one. But, again, I think he's a three. Like, I think he's a good mm-hmm. three. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't rely on him as, on, on him as a two, like Kev said, in in the Maverick situation. I mean, Luke is good enough that they were an eight seed without him. Right. But now that he's back, like, he, he's going to realistically give you for the rest of his career at best 18 and 12, which is still really good, and that's a three because he's a freak. He's huge. But, like, he's slow. He's not a great defender, really, ever. Yeah. So, I, again, I think the Andrew Bynum – uh, comparison is fair because it's like he was really good injuries got him and then he was just subpar I think he'll be a better post-injury player than Bynum but I think the expectation mixed with the injury is very fair yeah I'm gonna come in with my next one and this is another guy that I guess we could say is is mixed up with injuries a little bit but you know the the 
title he got when when he was on his previous team I think was really high and I think if he becomes a free agent after this season he's going to demand kind of what he was talked about as and that's Victor Oladipo and Mm -hmm. I really just don't think that Victor Oladipo can really be the be a one and I think it would be tough to rely on him as a two and I'm not saying he's not good enough to be a two but to bet on his on him being was, available was, yeah. Yeah. to be a two. I feel like th- I feel like this is someone that we're talking about that is in the previous stage of where Porzingis was. You know what I'm saying? So if Porz- this is like Porzingis on the Knicks, like already out mad long before we got traded to the Mavs. And now like this is him he about to, to get that bag. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing is is Oladipo is gonna be in the NBA for the next couple of years. But is he gonna still be able to continue to grow? I don't think so. I feel like if there's any opportunity where he could have actually shown what he's worth, it's now on Houston. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just it's just not gonna come to fruition. So I think it's I think he's gonna make it hard on himself to go and get the bag. And I do think Victor Oladipo is a little overrated because I would say a guy like Jalen Brown is a much better player than Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a fair statement. I think he was. I think without the injury, like that one big injury. He is an overrated. Like I think he's a really good two. Like I mean, the Pacers were really good. Like they yeah, no, they really had a squad good. with him. But yeah, no, I think post injury he's at best a three and and will secure the bag somewhere. I I actually would like him almost any on any playoff team. I think he upgrades. Yeah. Lou, yeah. before you go in, do you think he would ever be down to take a six man role? Because I feel like he would like be an elite six man. I don't. That's all on him. But I think he'd be perfect for it. But I still think good three. Great four on like a championship team is yeah. what he could be, but definitely not the same guy after the injury. Sad to see. So this is my last one because I had also Porzingis, and I gave you guys John Collins, but a guy that I love who I thought was a one and is a good, good two, and it's Siakam. He, we thought he was a one. That the, was the guy, wasn't it? That yeah. we were talking about. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have expected that. No, I know, I know. I wouldn't have especially no, out of you. I think he's a great two and like a really good two for the Raptors, but Swaggy I think it's, it's just proven that he can give you a solid 21 and 9 a night, maybe 4 or 5 assists, but he, he cannot be the number one on a championship team. And, and it's Kyle Lowry's team and not his, but he's still very good, but he's not a, a superstar like everyone thought. Including myself, and I like him a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't, I don't know if I would categorize him as like overrated either. But he definitely was someone I think that we could view, or we could have viewed as a one. And I understand him not being able to take that title yeah. now, so I understand the overrated a little bit. But I do think he's like another one of those players, like I was saying with Kev. I feel like he could still grow, and I feel like just because the Raptors are on like the down scenario right now, like. That it's not beneficial for him. Mm-hmm. I do think if we had someone like Swaggy P on the Celtics with Tatum and, and Brown, I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like he would he would be booming. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He yeah. he would be in a, in a great scenario. So um, I, I definitely think that that Ra- that Raptors team is, isn't benefiting him right now. Um, but I definitely understand what, what you got to say there. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with both you guys because I mean, Lou, you obviously know I was never high high on Siakam. Um, so I didn't have crazy expectations for him, but I mean he's got he's one of those guys that can really go low. He's on either end, but not by much. Like you know what I mean? Yes. Like he's not slightly overrated, and if you wanted to call him underrated, like you, you could can. too. But yeah, he's, again, yeah. he's not slightly underrated either. But to jump into my second guy, and this is an interesting one because this is a guy who, for fantasy, I'm high on. 
and all that stuff. But this is a guy who I feel like if he was on another team, I don't know if his productivity would be as good. And, Lou, I'm very interested to see what you think because I know – at least in fantasy, you're high on this guy. Is it Giannis? Is that why you're wearing no, the jersey? Let me say who I think it is. Okay. <laughs> it's Vucevic. No, no, no. It's actually a guy that I have that you've been wanting. I have Jeremy Grant as Wolverine. Wow. Just because, <laughs> but, but let me explain. Again, I think Jeremy Grant is good. I just feel like he's kind of, and this is not a comparison, but I feel like he's kind of in the situation that Kemba was in with Charlotte. Where, like, right now, he's really their only option, so he's putting up the numbers. And not saying that he wouldn't be good on, like, a team like the Celtics. I think he wouldn't. I think what he would bring to the Celtics would exhale the Celtics, but I think as far as personal numbers, his productivity would go down on a better team. Yeah, I agree with that, but it's just like the leap he took from like a bench guy to like a clear three or two starter. Like I I don't think he's overrated yet, but I could see where you'd come from, but I I think he is definitely taking that leap, and I'm a Mm -hmm. big fan. I I, I thought you were going to say Like I said, in fantasy, I'll take Jeremy Grant all day, baby. Mm -hmm. He won't give him up. He's (laughs) numbers. But to go to my last one, guys, I have D'Lo here. So I I do think that after D'Lo was kind of doing his thing on the Nets, I mean, we really haven't seen that success from D'Lo, and it could be because he's he's stuck in in the trenches right now in in Minnesota. Uh, Who knows how it would have worked out if he stayed on Golden State, and who knows if Golden State would prefer to still have D'Lo at this point in time. You know what I mean? Who knows? Um but I do think that he's a little overrated, and if we were going back to to our NBA players under 25 years old, almost every single one of those guys that we talked about on that list, I would take over D'Lo right yes. now. Yes, and, and hurts me to say that. Hurts no, me to say that. And and I I respect but I agree. him. I respect him. You know what I mean? But I feel like he's someone that you put on a team that has. No, like if if you were to put him on a team like the Pacers, I feel like he would be like really good. Now he's a guy who, like you said with Oladipo, I agree with. I feel like D'Lo's a guy who could be a very, 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 very good six Six man man? on the team. Yes, Yes. enough. Yes, I agree. I think he's a hundred and ten million thousand percent overrated. Yeah, Yeah. just book it. He's had one winning (laughs) season. Yeah. No, he really has, and and I mean we're only we only he only got the bag because of a half of the season, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So. All right, so we've been See, friendly today, but Lou, I think this is where the claws are going to really? come out. Really? I think this is where the claws are going to come is out. Is this the Jason Tatum? No, no, I told Steve, Jason Tatum, he was close, but um, but no, this is this is where the uh, this is where the, the claws come out. I'm going to reveal it slowly for you, Lou. Okay. Let's see it. I don't hate it. What is it? Bam out of bio. Okay. And, and, and he's another one of those guys where I feel like, again, he's good. He's solid. But I feel like, obviously, he had an unreal playoff run last year. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, he's a little undersized. And there's, I mean, besides maybe shot blocking, like, there's nothing he's... There's I think nothing, he's a great rebounder. There's nothing where, like, he... Yeah, but, like, I feel like he's, like, someone where, like, if he goes up, like, against, like, an Embiid or a Gobert or someone like that... It's it's Not it's, it's a big enough. yeah it's a big mis- just because the undersized you know what I mean like he's a six nine center and I know that's the kind of basketball the Heat play you know what I mean obviously riding him out but I just feel like you know if they want to make a serious run again not that he can't be a factor but I just feel like if they really want to win a finals they need another elite player along with him and J- him and Jimmy Butler it doesn't so, even have to be a big man but I just think they need someone that can I don't know I just feel like he's not he's not there yet he's not a two. Yeah, he's See, not yeah, there yet. I think he's in the same boat as Siakam, but I think Siakam's better. I think he's, yeah, I agree. he's I either agree. slightly overrated or slightly underrated. Mm-hmm. I think he's good in a three. He's a great he's a great three, not a great two. He, he's he's the Alfred to the Robin and the Batman. Right. But, like, <laughs> but like they really but like they really don't get anything done without Alfred. True, so. true yeah. Here, here's my thing though, is like Alfred. Like I, I, I get the point, but 
If you had to put together 10 power forwards and centers, would he be in your list for your top 10? Definitely. So I feel like it's yeah, kind of, I feel maybe, like it's, the, like the yeah. But so that's why I mean maybe, I feel like at that point end, in time though. it's hard to call him like really? over overrated. And I feel like this kind of goes with like the same thing like you were saying with like Siakam. I feel like overrated is like a, a tough word. Strong. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I feel like it's really tough cuz yeah. like Bam is still a player like on his rookie deal. We still right. might not have seen the best of. I think he's a great shot blocker. I think he's a great rebounder. Good passer for him. Yeah, you know what I mean? And who knows where his career ends up. With the way the NBA goes, you could start somewhere and then you can end up on a dynasty. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. He ends up, if he ends up in a Draymond Green role with any team, like, I don't think he's going to be considered overrated. And I think he's yes. definitely not as good of a passer as Draymond is, but he might be better at everything else that Draymond would be in that role. Maybe not shooting either, mm-hmm. but. But it's still close. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so that's. I don't know. That's my thing. And another player that I, I'm just going to mention, I'm not going to go too in-depth about, he was really close to making this list, and he didn't. C.J. McCollum, I feel like he was really close to making this, and I know he's another one of those guys you can go on both French. sides. Very fringe. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but, guys, those are our overrated players in the NBA. Make sure you go and check out our overrated players in the NFL. Get your Since the Sandbox merch, guys. we got a bunch of it. Go to sensesandbox.net. Make sure to go to our podcast. Leave us that five-star review because if it's not five stars, we don't want it. Peace out, guys.